You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. We're going. Uh, We're off. Can you hear me? I'm I'm on the old. Uh, I'm I'm on TikToker headphones. Yeah, I can hear you. You sound all right to me. I mean, I don't know if like if our if we're able to properly gauge how our audio actually sounds. Like, if by the time we output this, is it going to be like you know? Yeah. Listen, the people Rough get life. what they get. They get what they get. You get what you get, and it's and at this point, uh, you know, I mean. You know, the fact that you get anything, you know, when we're when we're really the United States is actually like a it's not it's not first world. I'm I'm convinced of that. You know, I was I, I went out to eat with a uh, army veteran the other day. Oh. And and uh you know, he's he's got some lasting hangover from his time overseas, right? Mm. And at the same time I'm driving through like, you know, uh, rural rural parts of Connecticut or whatever and I'm wondering is this is this worth fighting for no you know what I mean like is is it worth that man's PTSD that the the like you know the the Darien Lake uh, fucking uh, uh, they got a, a fast food restaurant in Connecticut called Duchess it's not fast food it's like sit down sort of Denny's maybe is is the Duchess of Bradford, Connecticut, worth the mental health of the brave young men that uh, you go overseas. I mean, I would hand it directly to to the Chinese. <laughs> I I would say this is now a province of China. <laughs> what uh, about ISIS? What about ISIS? It's a new. It's the new training camp. It's uh, <laughs> it's right, I would, very good. I would help construct their infrastructure. Uh, no, it's. I mean, Detroit was shocking. Yeah. So you had never been before. Is <laughs> never that right? Been. Yeah, that's right. Give me your impressions. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you. I mean, it was just like eerily empty. Like it, it, it was like, uh, it, it, I described it as the Langoliers. Uh, I think I've talked about the Langoliers on this, uh, on this podcast before, but the, the, the Langoliers, is a uh it's a Stephen King uh uh made for television movie from 1999. Yes. yes. Go on. And it's a classic. Uh the plot being it's a really bizarre bizarre plot. It's 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 the kind of story that's written by a guy who's written he he who's exhausted every idea he's had for 40 years and he's and 
So basically, it's kind of difficult to explain. It sounds insane, but it's it's people are on a plane. They land at an airport and they find that nothing is there. There's no people whatsoever. And uh, time has seemingly stopped. And not only has has time frozen, but like there isn't even a breeze like they can't light matches because like it, it the, the 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 premise is that everything has moved on from that moment in time and that you're just stuck in this like in this in this just moment and that's what detroit felt like to me it felt like a city that not only god forgot but that people have forgotten uh it has it it's like it's fallen so far that uh perhaps it has hit rock bottom uh it, so here's what i think is interesting about this appraisal how coastal elite you are oh yeah yeah because i have the same response oh it's difficult to imagine that this is in the united states mm. but if you're from the rust belt you think it's your littest city you know what I mean? Like it, that's normal to you. You've you've uh, come to accept this that this is life here, and mm. so as shocking as it is to you and I, I told you my experience in Detroit. I took an Uber ride, and the woman said I was in a place that looked like it was fucking uh, Dresden. It looked like it was right after it had <laughs> been firebombed, and <laughs> like the stone was made molten. And uh, she says, "Yeah, this is this place is really coming up." They've yeah, made some yeah. major changes to bring new business in. And it's like, holy Christ, why? Because you have a target that has a man with a machine gun out the front of it. You know, <laughs> it's like that, that's your that's your litmus. Like, oh, we're really bringing the industry back. It's like, yeah, you have a check cashing place where the, the security guard has four guns and a knife. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe it feels like it's on the come up because there's just there's there's nowhere to go at that point. Right. Like. When when it, when a place has been uh, completely starved of of anything of any sort of economy or uh, or or life, something that can sort of bind life within it, whatever that element is uh, that cities have, um, I guess you only have. I guess when the, when when the the uh, the governor uh, funds uh, their the midtown area to have a barcade. You you go yeah, yeah. Oh, you go oh oh all right we're starting to look like Brooklyn in in two thousand seven pretty good yeah, we've we've got a microbrewery oh yeah um I don't know it's a strange town the the people that I met I I, I like I I everyone I met was extremely positive which was very you know that 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 I enjoyed I I, I enjoyed the people of Detroit. But uh, as a town itself, it really, it really was just strange. It really, it's, it's. There's, there's really no other way to describe it. It, it it's, uh, it doesn't. It, it, it has the looks of a city. There's buildings. There's, there's, there's a downtown area, but it just feels hollow. It feels empty. Well, um, hey, well it's. I think it's literally empty. There's some percentage of unoccupied uh, buildings there. That's pretty shocking. Did I tell you my experience with the uh, my Yemeni driver? No, I don't think I heard about the Yemeni driver. So I had a uh, Yemeni Uber, dri Uber driver, uh, and I'll be honest, I I can't mentally place where Yemen actually lands on the map. 
Yeah. I mean, I know, I know it's the Middle East, but I, I can't, I, in my mind, I just can't see it. I think it's like below so, Saudi Arabia. It's either uh, directly below or directly above. I don't know. Right. But, I, but I, I started talking to him. And I, firstly, let's handle this. Is talking to your Uber driver the worst or is it, <laughs> is it all right? Uh, from their perspective of what I mean, like, do they just want to drive and listen to their fucking Robbie Williams or whatever the fuck Euro track bullshit they're on? Or do, do, do they appreciate me asking them every aspect about their life in Yemen? Well, so that's a great question. I, I, it's for me, I, I wonder if I'm having the conversation for their benefit or if they're doing it for my benefit. Because right. I don't want the conversation. I would like nothing more than uh, a conversationless ride where they have the radio on, so it's not awkward. Uh, you know that 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 is my ideal Uber trip. But um, when they start going, I you know I can't I can't I have to go with them. You know, so uh, I f- and and it might it might be different based on if if they're from the place that they're driving you around or if they're, because my question is always, how do you, how would you say, like, say they're, they're a Chicago native. I say, what do you think about the way the city's changed? I always, that's how that, that's the perspective I always want. Uh, Uh, So so you, you, you take the leading questions into race, racial politics. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. I want to know how they feel about the, uh, the bombed out regions. Cause I'll tell you what, the Africans go straight to it. Oh my God. Anytime I've had an African Uber driver, they, they light up the African Americans. (laughs) They, 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 they roll them up and smoke them. They are so fucking, they got strong feelings on the subject Mm. and it puts you, it puts you in a weird situation because clearly this is a black man you're talking to, uh, but he's not African American, but he's slandering the shit out of African Americans. So, like, am I supposed to stick up for African-Americans or am I supposed to nod in agreement as this guy goes down like David Duke style fucking <laughs> <laughs> racial shit? Well, like, what what am I supposed to do? Uh, but I, I just generally ask a lot of questions. Uh, I, like, I mean, I told you I had a Senegalese driver who said uh, I did not bring my son here to be a rapper. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, so he sent him home because he started rapping. <laughs> He, he, he sent, sent him back to Africa. He sent him back to Senegal because he said, I did not raise my son to be black. And, uh, wait. Uh, All right. He sent, but they don't see themselves as black in the same way. Listen, everybody, uh, uh, if this is your first episode, Eric and I are not black. So we're going to, uh, we're going <laughs> to, we're going we're gonna to dodge this. We're going to dodge this uh, tricky racial fucking divide that uh, I couldn't really understand except to say that I did deal with a white man yesterday who was, uh, as foreign to me as uh, chi- any Chinese guy could ever be. Mm. Uh, so I do get it in some respect, right? Like I do get that if I moved to Russia, despite the fact that the people there look like me, uh, I would not feel of them. Do you know what I mean? So that, right. so that, so that part makes enough sense, but, but so, wait, so where, where were you? You're, you're, you're in Philly. I'm in Philly today. Are you asking about my Uber drive? Yeah, where was your Uber drive? Uh, well, the Yemeni guy was in Detroit, and the Yemeni guy was interesting because I said, you know, his car was pretty beat up. He looked beat the fuck up. He looked like he was, uh, 
like he had just been through it, you know, like uh, like a like a car bomb just chased him out of Yemen. And so I said, uh, <laughs> you know, hey, brother, how, you know, blah, 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 talking. How, uh, oh, where are you from? Uh, Yemen. How long have you been here? 20 years. Oh, that's that's good. You like it? No. <laughs> I said, no. I, I said, no. And usually immigrants are usually singing the praises to me. You know what I mean? You, usually they're going off on one about how beautiful it is, whatever. But they always love their home country more, always. And I always say, well, well this time I said specifically, I said, you didn't, you, you don't like Detroit? And he goes, no. And I said, the weather? He goes, is, is really, really bad. And, and, I, and I said, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what are you here for? And then he get, and then I get emotional because I, I if in whatever respect I believe in the United States, I, I I believe in the notion that it is right and good to uh, pursue the kind of frontier opportunities for your family. You, you know what I mean? Like wh- whatever, wherever you have to go for your family, you go to that place. And if that's the United States, if that's the place that's going to provide you the most opportunity for your children, then you go there. So I start getting emotional, you know, I don't start crying to him, but I, but I, uh, like listening to him, he does not like Detroit. He does not like his life in Detroit. Yeah. But, but it affords his children. Oh, this is good. You hear this very Philadelphia phenomenon that just went on outside. Um, so, so, uh, he doesn't like his life in Detroit. Uh, but he loves the fact that his children could be doctors if they choose. Uh, he said Yemen is more beautiful. He said the people of Yemen are 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 are, are kind uh, and everybody gets along. Uh, but there is, which is probably a lie, by the way. Whenever you say everybody in my Middle Eastern country gets along, I'm just finding it difficult. But uh, he said that the reason he likes the United States and the reason that he's chosen to stay is because uh, his children believe with good reason that they could do anything. And he said that the evidence for him, there's a big Yemeni community in Detroit. And he knows people who came over with a dollar and are now country club people that, that uh, own, you know, four BMWs, which is very, it strikes me as a very Middle Eastern lifestyle choice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But, (laughs) but uh, four BMWs and, and, uh, you know, big home and all that shit. And, and to him, it's truly inspiring that somebody that came over as a fucking, like a, a like a professional washer of dish rags or whatever could, uh, you know, now own fucking eight gas stations and, uh, live in a mini mansion. Isn't there currently like an active famine happening in Yemen? I couldn't tell you. He says he visits every once in a while and it's very beautiful. Right. I, I honestly, I felt ignorant. Normally when dudes tell me about where they're from, I can place it on the map within a couple, you know, within a couple countries. Yemen, I really can't. I, yeah. I don't even know the shape. So, so you're in Philadelphia right now, Detroit versus Philadelphia, uh, which is worse. Uh, all right. Well, these are, it's, it's uh, <laughs> What word would you use? I guess if I guess if we were in, if we were in like fourth grade or something in the nineties, we would say it's very gay. It's, really? It's no. What I have to do now, like like what I have to, I have to politic. You Uh-oh. understand? I what, have to why? go because you don't want to offend. Yeah, because 
it's like I'm in this world where people take their their city on their back and they sure. really take a they really take a lot of pride in it. And ninety nine point nine percent of them understand that good natured ribbing is exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But then there's like the one percent that you know. There's different types of people out here. I I just interacted with a man so autistic that I had like, you know how autistic you got to be to shake me out of a conversation. Yeah, pretty. You you will engage anyone for a while. This this fucking dude. I I I pulled the ripcord and jumped out. Like it was it was like an action movie where I don't know if the like I, the parachute goes flying out and I just um, decide to jump after it. You know, like like oh maybe I'll make it, maybe I won't. Like it, it was, uh, so anyway, the point is, uh, there's people that are literal in this world. And if mm-hmm. I say, if I say town X is a dump, they, they take that as a, uh, absolute fucking signifier that I have a strong opinion on, on a thing when it's like, listen, man, does anybody really feel that strongly about a place that they weren't pinned to the ground and beaten up? Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like you can really say a place is a shithole. But does anybody actually care that much about any place to hate it? You, are you talking from our perspective? Like, do you hate a place or do you, are there just places that you're like, fuck, I hate going there, man. That sucks. I mean, you, I, I have no, I've made it a mission in my life to never go back to Philadelphia. Oh, I mean, listen, I don't ever want to be there again under any circumstance. Oh, you don't want to be here today at 85 degree weather where we just got oh. extorted, where we just got extorted by the parking meter guy. Oh, no, uh, I, listen, I mean, uh, wait, wait, yeah. wait, let me tell you what that means. Right. He wanted two sweatshirts. What? The parking meter guy only let us park here. If we gave him two sweatshirts at the back of the trunk, like band sweatshirts. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. Is, he a, is he a fan? No, he's just an extortionist. What do you mean? Why does he want your band sweatshirts? He probably what? thinks he can fucking, I don't know. He's giving them to Flip his kid. Him? I got no idea. But he just said, he just said, you can't park here. And we're what? like, oh, man, it's like really the only option. What, what, I, we can't get any closer to the wall. He goes, give me two sweatshirts. What? Like, Why what? wouldn't he ask for money? Listen, he probably asked everybody else on the block for money. I don't know. Maybe maybe this is his angle. Maybe he th- thinks he can get away with it if he doesn't ask for money. This is strange. It's a strange thing. Yeah, look, I don't know. I mean, is if we if if I shit on the city of Philadelphia, is it possible that someone will uh will will wallop my head with a, an eight ball in a sock? I suppose so. But uh I just, But as I, long as I as long as I don't wake up in Philadelphia, it's all right. Yeah, as is next time I for whatever reason in the future down the line if I end up in that city again in my life, I just won't let anybody know about it. That's all. And uh you know, maybe they'll jump me when I'm in New York or something, but listen, I don't think anyone's hate. Are people still really on are they that serious about this about that jag, you know? Like I'd be worried yeah, about hard. talking about shit about Detroit, but I don't think anyone lives there. Yeah, that's a good point. There's always some new young kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. It's not, and it's usually somebody that's been there for like three weeks. As you know, got a, got something to prove. There's always some new young kid. Yeah. Um, and that's what that's I really feel that's the mistake that old heads make all the time is assuming that because you're well respected that everybody knows who you are, or that somebody with a lot of testosterone raging through their body mm. hates their dad, whatever the fuck sure. the deal is. Uh, won't take won't take a little 
little pop at you to j- just to be that guy. You know what I mean? So, uh, but uh, this is all to say, uh, look, neither place is a place I would live. Although I do, f- I find Detroit rather charming. Uh, I would live there in the summer for sure. If I, if um, what? Yeah, I, I really like the fact that you can buy a home for $13,000. Oh, well, that, I mean, that's undeniable. I think that part's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, I mean, certainly. That's that's definitely, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. But it, yeah, it's cool that uh, the property prices are, are pretty affordable. Mainly like if you, if you and I wanted to, we could save our save up Patreon for a year Yeah, and, and buy a foreclosed home there. I mean, granted, I think we'd have to somehow figure out back taxes, which by the way, us government, you gotta, you gotta be better at the forgiveness on this ship. If you want people to relocate in these totally decimated areas, because the alternative is that we just all hand them over to BlackRock. You know what oh, I mean? That's well, it. I, I think they'd be fine with that. I think they probably are. They're probably in cahoots on that one. Um, yeah, and if we, you know, if we owned a, a one of these uh, Charlie Bow homes in in Detroit, we'd probably have to defend it with with an AK, you know. Um, Which I I'll have to check, but I think is I think is fully legal. So at least you got that. All right, all right. Lax well, gun. Wait, wait. Let me. T- <laughs> I saw a funny one today. I saw a video from Staten Island where it was a little news item. I get my local news right from all over the country. Sure. And. Uh, Staten Island, a guy's ring a ring camera on his on his front uh, porch is showing a guy trying to break into his home, uh, and it, the guy walks around to the backyard, and this dude calls the homeowner calls nine one one, and the way that the news had to kind of dance around the fact that this man almost certainly got racial uh, was very funny. He says, uh, he says, so I call nine one one. And, you know, I, I told, I told them, yes, I was going to engage with this man. You know, (laughs) so he, this guy races home to beat a guy up in his backyard, which he does. The guy is very badly beaten. So he catches this man in his backyard using the way he describes is very funny too. Cause he got indignant. He goes, I race home. And the cops are not there yet. And in my backyard, I find a man using my bag to put my possessions in it so that he can take them home. And then I engaged with him. Engage. <laughs> I, I do like that. I engaged with and, him. And then the next, the, the next fucking, it cuts to just a man with a beaten face. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, look, the guy, the burglar, was not a small man. I I would have had to call you up if I if I was like uh, Eric. Uh, I guess I have to engage with this man that's twice my size. But whoever the homeowner was, either had a lot of fight in him. He 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 wished to only be called Chris. But he uh, he either had a lot of fight in him, or he was a bigger guy because uh, the 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 you know thick looking burglar uh, was was very lumped up. I mean, that's what happens. I like the videos. Do you ever see the ones where they booby trap the Amazon packages? Yeah, but I never know if those are real because they take them to such ludicrous extremes. I mean, I, I don't know. Whether or not it's real, I think it's funny to watch someone walk away with an Amazon package and explode in their hands like a fucking yeah, IUD. I, <laughs> but, well, listen, 
the the thing is, I'm quite certain that, like, I wouldn't want to open myself up to getting sued by a meth head. No. You know what I mean? So, in some states, that would mean that I have to wait for him to stab me before I could do anything. But I think in any state, if I just ex- used an improvised explosive device to blow a man's hand off. I, I think that I would probably face civil liabilities of some type. Whatever. You got to not be a pussy. Come on. Uh, you know what? That's a good point. It's, it's, uh, yeah, that, that's fun. Is there anything currently happening that anybody gives a fuck about? Um, no, I, I mean, Trump got indicted, and because I didn't look at Twitter, I barely knew. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, you know, at this point, that stuff is is purely for the heads. You know, that that is that 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 Trump news where he gets where something happens to him legally is like purely for the most Palmer reported uh, person on the planet, you know, uh, which is a lot of people and a lot of celebrities. It's really a strange. lot of celebrities. It's Mark. Like, ha- Mark almost, Hamill is really sucking that blue dick. It's almost like exclusively celebrities at this point. Or, yeah, that's true. It's like purely for Adam Sessler, you know, like that's 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 who this appeals to. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know what these people want. It's it, it's it, like is we've talked about it before. Is just is there anyone on Earth that goes, oh, t- Trump Trump lied about the FBI and and and, uh, and 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 he was careless with his with with documents. I can't vote for him now. Like like what? Who is this? Yeah. What is this? What is the purpose of this? I mean, also, I wonder in in the most good faith way in the in like, honestly, can someone honestly explain to me the difference between Trump's pilfering, quote unquote, of of documents and Biden's? Because didn't they both do the same thing? So that's that's the thing I find interesting is somebody some, you know, blue check, but not anymore. You know, like blue check, blue check deleted at uh, two hundred fifty thousand followers, sort of asshole. Um, was saying, yeah, it just sets a really crazy precedent because now anybody who willfully keeps documents or classified documents could be could be arrested. How and and he wasn't insinuating Biden. What he was saying was, it's right and good that we should indict Trump because he is guilty of a crime. But I don't think that this man understood that he was also by extension implicating Biden, you know, <laughs> like, like apparently this is, I don't know why this is normal behavior. I don't know why, uh, uh, an official is bringing home classified documents. It doesn't really make any sense to me at all, Yeah, but apparently more normal than we know. I suppose I, I you know, I, I, yeah, I don't, I I'm I'm lost on a lot of the details on this. But all I know is that both Trump and Biden got some docs. I'm wondering what the meaningful distinction is as to why you would prosecute one of them and not the other. Oh, um, we like one we like one guy. We'll see like that's like the cynical, you know, you know, that that like I don't want to se- I don't want to believe that. I want to believe no, that no, there's no. a meaningful distance. Uh, you got to uh, Here's why you got to believe it. Here's why you got to believe it. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be totally arcane to half of our listeners. Okay. Uh, uh, for the last, uh, what, 63 hours, I've had no conversation that didn't involve, uh, Sonny from hate five, six, not one conversation. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah. So for people that are in our listenership that aren't, 
uh, chronically online hardcore kids uh, yeah. who get no who get no bitches. No bitches. Uh, it, uh, a young man who who uh, videotapes all the shows. Uh, he, for some, and I'll admit this is a bizarre. I don't know how much we're going to talk about this on Extra Grind. The moment might have passed by the time we do the po- podcast, but um, for reasons that are mysterious to me, he uh, posted himself. Uh, defending his camera somebody ran up and grabbed his camera and he kicked at them that person happened to be a woman yeah uh so i've heard every fucking take on this everyone Mm -hmm. i've heard from the geniuses i've heard from the goons i've heard Mm -hmm. from everybody and uh so much of it comes down to that people not liking him and don't want just can't say that they just can't, they'll say things like he's got to pay bands, and I'll say, "That's cool. All right, how much?" And they'll go, yeah. "I don't know. It's just got to be fair." And you'll go, "That's not a policy. Give me a number," and they'll make up a number, and I'll say, "Okay, how'd you arrive there?" And they'll say, "Well, that's what labels do, or that, 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 that." And it's like, "Okay, but it's arbitrary, right?" And then they bring up how much money he makes. Always they bring up how much money he makes. Mm-hmm. Always which to me is immaterial. It's either the man is exploiting my labor for a penny or is exploiting it for $300,000. And either way, he's exploiting me. Somebody being a more successful businessman or less successful businessman does not mean that my labor suddenly becomes irrelevant to this conversation. So here's when I press almost everybody, I don't want to say everybody because then I'm going to get some defensive texts in a minute. But almost, almost everybody that I've spoken to defaults to, but fuck him. And it's like, all right, man, I get it. You don't like this dude. Can mm-hmm. we ever just say, I think it's crazy, literally crazy. Like, like, like not like a, oh, it's wild. I mean, it's an insane behavior to not just admit that you're doing something because you want to mm-hmm. like, just say I wanna you don't need to rationalize particularly if you're a fucking menace right like if you're a dangerous person don't hit me with the uh, the whys I don't just say cause I'm unhinged and no one can stop me you know what I mean just say that everybody would respect it more but instead you got people trying to rationalize through yeah I don't want this this motherfucker owes somebody money somehow you just hate him. Just be honest. You hate him. And if you hate him, maybe you hate him because he's annoying online. All right. I, uh, you know, sure. It, it, you got, it's, am I wrong? Or is it okay to just say, I don't like that person. I don't like this thing. I don't fuck you. I don't need to justify myself to you. Is it okay to say that? Yes. Yeah, I, I would think so. Sure. Then why doesn't anybody ever just say it? Well, I don't know, because every because especially within uh, certain communities that you and I uh, perhaps uh, find ourselves uh, involved in, uh, I don't know. Sometimes there's there's like everyone's always trying to get deep about shit, you know, they are. Yeah, that's the truth. Unless you talk to the like the goons that we talked about, they they'll just be like, fuck that motherfucker. Yeah, it's some of the goons, although there's there are. I won't say there's a variety of opinions. I've only talked to one man who had a divergent opinion on it, 
like a truly divergent opinion. Everybody else kind of falls within a spectrum. And the, uh, but the spectrum always includes somebody else's money, which I think is wrong. Like it, to me, I'm watching this getting frustrated because what if I want to make a lot of money? I'm going to have some, I'm going to have somebody fucking be like, that's enough for you, dog. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I but ain't I, enough for you, dog. But like, I think in this case, it's relative to the fact that and this is not my opinion. This is just what the argument would be that I've heard from people that um, I mean, I've heard people use the word ex- exploitive, which I think is too strong. But I guess it's kind of it, what it comes down to is like you 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 are profiting off of making videos of someone doing a thing and they're not involved in that profit making. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I understand the argument. And technically, uh, I mean, this part we probably will get into on Instagram. Technically, that is the truth, uh, according to uh, laws that I don't agree with. Uh, that is that is the way that it is. Um, however, do you think that Walt Disney Company is right to chase a dentist who paints a Mickey Mouse mural on the in- interior wall of their... Uh, of their dentist shop so or their their dentist office so that they can uh make kids calm is uh, do you think disney is in the right to do that legally yes do i think it's legally legally beyond uh, beyond any yes it is their it is it is their right i think it's are wrong they, are, I do think are it's they wrong, right but that's right so that's my point here can we let the dentist get over can, can, can we let the guy with the video camera get over it does everything got to be, I got to get my pound of flesh. I'm suddenly a principled <laughs> individual. Yeah. You understand? Like I'm, I don't know either. It, it, it's just crazy to me that a, mother, a lot of motherfuckers get principled uh, out of nowhere. Oh, well, what do you mean by out of nowhere? Like suddenly we care about the exploitation of labor. That, that that's suddenly a big fight. Oh, like that, that's what we're going to war for. You know what I mean? Like th- this is a big deal to you. A big deal that, that band X who you probably have low key beef with your Eskimo bros. And you're fucking angry of, over some bullshit, right? Mm. That band X. Now you're, you're caping for them. It's just ridiculous. Uh, how about we cape for, if that's the case, how about we cape for fucking, uh, goddamn child labor or something. You know what I mean? Like, but it seems like we don't care that much until we do. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, when you bring up something and that's the person's position on the thing, it's not like, you know, yeah, that's not their, that's not why they wake up in the morning to talk about that shit, but that's their opinion on it. You know, if that's the relevant thing that's being discussed, right? I don't think it's, I don't think you, I don't, I think you can care about something and not have it be your like daily beat, you know? I don't think, nah, I, th- I, yes, I think you can have an opinion on anything. However, I think if you're going to convince me that this is a subject you feel passionate about, I would like some historical record of you ever giving a shit previously. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just, I would like that. All right. I mean, you know, I don't know. I got, I have, absolutely no opinion on the entire thing uh sonny's been a guy who's been around for a while um this is what he does he takes shows you, you know he takes videos of shows 
uh, you know, I can certainly sympathize with someone getting in your personal space. It's not, don't like that, you know? Um, but you know, I'm also a guy who stands pretty far away from the, you know, I watch TUI from the balcony, you know, cause I don't want to get wanged. I've taken too many hits to the head in my time in hardcore. I can't afford anymore. My brain barely works as it is, but, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to tell people, you know, it's like, you have a problem with, with what happened, with what goes on with him, you know, take it up with him. I, I it's, you know, it's like this constant thing. I mean, if anything, what I care, I guess where this conversation leads me and where I care about is this sort of like the notion of like documenting the scene. And it's like, I don't know, man, is it, what is that worth? You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that, that can, it's, you know, go. It's worth, it's worth, it, it, like, look, there's people that pay us monthly yeah. to listen to us pontificate on subjects that we are wholesale ignorant on. Sure. What's that worth? It's worth what somebody's willing to pay for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got it. And that's, that's the bottom line for me is, uh, I don't know. Am I, uh, am I like a fucking anarcho-capitalist now where I just fucking believe that, uh, what, why are we talking about the exploitation of labor? Let's talk about this, this individual's right to make money. You know mm. what I mean? Like, like I just, I, I would like this individual to achieve the highest place that he can achieve without me stepping on his fucking neck. You know, that, that's it. Uh, and I just feel like it, maybe I would be, I would feel very differently about this. If, if I was somehow going to monetize the show beyond my guarantee. Yeah. But if, I, but if I'm being honest, that was never going to happen. And if yeah. somebody else can make money off of that performance. I, I go with God. Mm. I wish you the best of luck. Like to me, you're, you're, and you're, you're when, when Rick to life sets up his little flea market and he sells, he sells the Xerox copies of hygiene. You're, you're, you're giving him a fist bump. To be frank, I would, but I understand that's an extreme position. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I here's how I think it's very and I'm not different. by the way I'm not comparing Sonny to Rick to life it's just uh, it was just who just cares a, it's fun. who yeah. cares it's fun it's fun <laughs> so, uh, but but he, here's here's the difference in my opinion as an artist so this doesn't apply to music and legally again they're actually I think he is obliged to to pay out in some way uh for reproduction rights of the performance but I don't I don't believe that I don't think that that's righteous or good. And here's why. If you take a photo of a sculpture, is the art the sculpture or is the art the photo? The art is the sculpture. I disagree. The art is the photo. Mm. And, and, and the reason is the, the photograph is the transformative aspect of, of, the, of the conversation. There was the sculpture. And now there is, now there is the the photograph. It, the photograph is framed in such a way that only the artist would do. It is it, it becomes expression, and transformative expression. So, do you owe then the sculptor uh, or his the estate of his family any money if you sell a photograph of that sculpture? 
I mean, legally speaking, are you asking my philosophical opinion on the whole thing? Philosophical. The answer legally is no, but yeah. Uh, but, but I, I, and there's different rules for music. And I, what I'm saying is I don't think there should be. Right. Um, well, I, if you take a photo of a sculpture and sell it, you, what you're selling is a photo of a sculpture. And if the sculpture wasn't there, then presumably the photo would, would not be worth what it is. Uh, yeah, okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. Now we're talking. So you think that the, you think that my labor as a musician is what brings people to the thing, not Sonny's labor as a videographer. And you're absolutely correct. However, the expression is mm. <clears throat> the expression is what makes it a thing. It sure. yes, yeah. yes, it yes, it does not exist without me. It also doesn't exist without Sonny. Well, and, the video doesn't. And if people want to pay money to watch the video, then that's brought to you by Sonny, you know. Uh I guess and but that's what the that's where the 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 uh the conversation lies. And and it's that do does the fact that Sonny's video wouldn't exist without you, does that mean he owes something to you? Many people think yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I really think no. I really yeah. think that it, once you get to that level, like, it, let me extend it. If I take a photograph inside a bodega, uh, there's going to be at least 30 logos in it, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do I pay out those companies for use of their logos in this photograph? Now well, we've been we've sometimes been, on, we, on films and TV shows I've worked on, you have to either clear it or blur them out, but you don't. So the reason Usually that films, not. the reasons that films do that is so that they don't have to deal with the headache. Yeah. But, but there is more than enough precedent that if your representation is within the use of that product, then you can show the logo. Yeah. So, for example, in a motion picture, yeah, sorry, this is shit Eric knows, but everybody at home. For example, in a motion picture, somebody drinking a Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola could say we don't want it in this picture because we don't approve of this picture, but they will lose. And the reason they will lose is because you drink Coca-Cola. If you showed a Saw movie where somebody shoved a Coca-Cola can up somebody's ass, Coca-Cola would say that's outside of the what a reasonable person would call the fair usage of our, of our product. Right. So then they can sue you, but you can put Coca-Cola uh, logos. Uh, you can have, well, you can't use the logo as if it's advertising. What you can do is you can represent somebody drinking a Coca-Cola. So uh, my point is I've had, I've had to go down these holes for fucking comic books. But my, my point is, uh, I do not I do not view what I do as any different. It is something that I created and once I create it it is if you do something that fundamentally changes it such yeah. as video it from four angles. Guess what? Nobody in that room could have had that experience. Mm -hmm. Right? So it is transformative by nature. And and when we're talking about the visual arts, you can take a photograph and according to uh, uh, what's the fucking law? Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, basically, if you change things enough, collage laws, if you change things enough uh, and there's a percentage, there's an actual percentage that that then somebody has to 
you know, like you have to bring in experts on either side of it to, to eyeball and say, it's yes, it's within this percentage of, of transformative, uh, work. At least that that's a standard. You understand? Like that makes sense to me on some level. So we've lost everybody that would like this to be a funnier, entertaining. Well, podcast. but but, that, but I mean, who makes that fucking distinction? That like, oh, that's this percentage. It's now this this much different, which means it's a different thing. Somebody whose wife stopped fucking them twelve years ago. <laughs> Someone incredibly <laughs> anal. Yes, uh, that's that's who it is. No, but like it's it's. I mean, I hear everything you're saying, and I mean, th- this is the thing, you know. And at least you know, speaking from, in my experience uh, in in the film and TV world, and it's like, okay, yeah, if there's a can of Coke in the background, n- none of us really worry about that. However, if there's a picture on the wall and it's it's artwork and it's say it's uh, I don't know, it's uh, fucking uh, frontiersman, uh, yep. we'd say, well, we have to contact. Uh, Pat Patrick Kinlan and who's the guy Marco? We'd have to we have to get yeah. we got to get a signed materials release from him. Otherwise, they you know you're open to some form of litigation. Whether or not you'd win is yeah. Uh, you don't you yeah. don't want to you don't want to deal with the headache, so you do. Yeah. It. But, yeah. but but <clears throat> and that's the thing you you don't want to have to settle out of court with somebody to shut them up because they they got a pit bull lawyer that just keeps coming at you. Whatever, whatever. I get it all, but like from a principled point of view. As the man that creates the thing that is supposedly being exploited, mm-hmm. there's two elements here. The the and sorry for everybody. This might get discussed on on Instagram the other podcast that I do, and perhaps you'll be hearing this twice. There's two aspects: the practical, which is Sonny's made me more than any payout would. Like if he gave me like here's your five hundred dollars for the fucking things that you've watched or the things the views that I've gotten the Patreon whatever. He's made me more than that. So uh, keep it. <laughs> you know, keep it. Well, that's, uh, what, I mean, I mean, I think if, if people like extended the logic further, that's where they'd arrive anyway, because it's like, it, what is Sonny the only guy fucking taking video on stage or taking photos? Like every, well, every thing, especially the bigger ones. Every time I'm at a show, there's like six people up there. Yeah. And th- well, that's my point is right now you want to chase this motherfucker because he's doing well. And I'm only okay with that. If you want to chase, if you want to chase the guy making pennies, because then it's principle, you know what I mean? Then you're kiss and kiss might be the biggest scumbags on the fucking planet, but they're consistent. They chase somebody making hundreds of thousands off of them. And they chase somebody making fucking $30 off of them. They, they are ruthless snake ass pit bulls that want every fucking penny. And Look, does that make you likable? Not to me personally, but it does make you consistent. And yeah, my autism, sure. my autism thirsts for consistency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listen. I don't want this to be the sunny cast. I, no, I, no, no. Here's here's a topic I'd like to talk about. Okay. Uh, Chris matching with Julia Fox on Raya. <laughs> Are we allowed to put that out there? No, he didn't match with her. He just he just caught her on there. Yeah, um, yeah, we saw, and I liked how. <laughs> so Raya is the app where I guess uh, you have to be verified to uh, to to have a profile on there, a dating app, and right. uh, and I but like when how the, when the drummer of Drug Church, a five hundred cap band, <laughs> is certified, the yeah. fucking drummer, yeah, uh, it, clearly the standard for for uh, verification not very high. Although I will, uh, in the interest of fairness, say that I was uh, rejected. <laughs> I just like that it uh 
that uh, he screenshotted Julia Fox's profile and they sent him a message like, you screenshot one more time, you're kicked the fuck off of here. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like that. I do like that fun. rule. Yeah. That is, yeah. No, screenshots are for bitches. You're out here trying to fucking. Yeah. Uh, don't you trying to embarrass somebody, trying to get a little penis or something? Yeah. No, but, get out of here with that shit. But here's what I want to talk about. All right. He's, he set his age on Raya, mm. like the age range of women that he wants to be with. From I think maybe don't get him in, don't to, get him in trouble. No, no, no. It's the it's the opposite. Okay. It's thir- he he put like thirty to forty or something like that, right? All right. And I said to him, and he's like thirty one or something, right? And I said, wait, why so why that age? And he said, I the, you know I just want to date somebody that's kind of like my age, or whatever. I said, yeah, but you wouldn't date a. 25 year old you know like 25 to me is you know like look there's all these discussions about how you know what's exploitative what what age differences are appropriate all this shit that like is you know kind of in the real world becomes very messy on on online it's people are very black and white but but 25 i mean am i wrong or is that that's like a proper adult right by any measure on this earth that is a a functional adult that can make their own decisions. Yes or no? I think that's that's when your pineal gland uh, calcifies. So okay, yeah. Well, so that's how I feel about it. But I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and she she agrees that it's not it's not like a moral judgment. There's nothing wrong with dating a 25. No, maybe how, Chris is just trying to settle down and have a family. Well, that's that was her point. Was that's when you are at a seriouser stage of your life where you'd like to be with somebody that you might like to be with, but. Here's my argument. It's my argument for dating 30 plus, but not from the same perspective. Okay. Mm. But tell me if you do, tell me if you agree. Everybody 25 or younger vapes. I'm inclined to agree with that one. Yeah. So, really, if you wanted to date a healthy minded adult, they have to be outside of the event horizon of vaping. Might be, might be everyone under twenty-seven. Honestly, okay, yeah, maybe. I listen. I'm not out in these streets. I'm very happily married. But the the uh, the, the I see at my shows, everybody vapes. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, and it's not it's not a pleasant habit, right? No, like it's it's, it's like. It's like compulsive and strange. Oh, it's and people terrible. people don't people don't understand that they're behaving in a way that's like 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 drug addicty, like I fixated. It, I I think it's worse than cigarettes in the sense that cigarettes might be like physically worse for you because they're full of tar and shit and rat poison. But sure. I, but but vaping, you can do anywhere outside of an airplane. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like at least cigarettes, you it comes with this like uh, I can't right now because I'm inside of a building and I can't, I won't be able to be outside for another half hour, you know. Right. Whereas this just allows you to just fucking just cultivate that that fixation, that tick. I think the the, the pro- I would bet that the nicotine you get from a vape is even more than a cigarette. I don't know that for sure. It just feels like it's true. Um, no, I, I think va- I think it's I think it's awful. I think it's a really, really, really terrible habit. You got to get away from that. So you'd have to date over twenty-seven minimum, right? 
Yeah, probably. If you wanted to be away from that shit. Yeah. So I, oh, I think yeah. I think any other argument that's out there in the ether about like I think most of that comes down to personal preference in a way. But mm. uh, but for But Chris probably fucking vapes, doesn't he? Uh no. All right. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Uh so I don't know. I I I was just thinking about it cuz I was like <clears throat> when I when I like look out at a crowd and sort of everybody has if you, if i if i needed to prove that vaping is a mind disease mm. i would take us through the evolution of the vape itself sure yeah oh i like this let's go okay so remember when they were the evolution of the vape <laughs> remember when they were very strange boxes with like a, a large hard plastic nipple on them okay my my memory of them is they started as remember ripping fat clouds where someone would t- and they just spew out like a bunch of steam, I guess. Yes. Water vapor. Yes. And yes. then then I remember the the jewel. Right. It looks like a weird little fucking like USB thing. Right. That was not a cloud, but it was like a nicotine vape. Right. And now I see these little these boxy things that are somewhere between the fat clouds and the and the and the, the USB stick. Well, okay, so hold on. We went USB, so we went Fat Clouds era, right? <laughs> yeah. Fat Clouds era over to uh, uh, the 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 Jewel, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. The USB. Mm-hmm. So Fat Clouds to USB, and then uh, we had a brief stopover with those kind of tropical colored. Um, they looked like kazoo's. Do you remember those? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so fat fat cloud box to to USB to to kazoo, <laughs> and and now we're at something that's so idiotic. It's actually called an elf bar. No, I think look that up. See if I'm right. I'm listen, everybody. I'm thankfully old, and I don't know what the fuck a vape vape brand is. Oh my god, an elf bar elfed up. So this is no that, yeah, that's, that's what the yeah, elf bar. You're right. That's what I see everybody out here killing yeah. themselves on. Yeah. I, I just want to let's put this in perspective for a second. Let's say that vaping kills you for the sake of argument. On your fucking deathbed, when you're robbed of like the last, let's say, 26 years of your life. And you're confronting the fact that it was due to something called an elf bar. <laughs> do you do you get to the job quicker? Did you kill yourself sooner? Is that what you're saying? Yes. And also, are you at home? I got something coming to the house. No, I'm in Chicago. How long you got? I got I I got a gift for you. You got a gift for me? Is yeah, it an elf, nice. is it an elf bar? It is not an elf bar. I'm in, so I'm in Chicago for another two days, and then uh, I'm going to I'm going to hang out with my folks in New York for a little bit. Oh God, is this Just another one days. of your fucking? Is this another one of your things where you're there for like six weeks? Nah, probably like a week, maybe. No, I actually, right. I have to I have to get back to LA because I've we were talking. I was been talking about that thing I have lined up. Ish, not soft, yeah, soft yeah. lined up. Possibly, yeah. Possibly, yes. No, yeah. I'll probably only I'll be in New York for 
six days or so. Um, you're you're running toddlers for the cartel. I mean, that sounds lucrative. No, this is probably a twenty five dollar <laughs> an hour job. Um, <laughs> no, uh, okay, elf elf bars. Uh, <laughs> real thing, real thing. I didn't make that Dude, up. You know what it it reminds me of is is which I wish I could. One of the most, I mean, things like dare and, and, you know, just say no. And like your high school health class or whatever, obviously all very lame, but there's one thing, there's one thing that always stuck with me that, uh, has stuck with me my entire life. And it's a chilling statement that comes from, uh, the late great captain Lou Albano, uh, who, uh, played, uh, super Mario on the super Mario, uh, TV show. And he said he did an anti-drug PSA and he said, remember, kids, when you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. That's that should be a chilling statement for everybody yeah. because yeah, stick with me. You're going to you're going to for all those sucking on the vape. Yeah. As you said, the last what, two years of your life, maybe more. It's not they're not going to be pleasant. They're no, not going to be I mean, fun. Look- I thought about it today because, oh, we got to talk about the absolute fake news of uh, the wildfire shit. Absolute fake news. No, stop it. What are you saying? I I was just in New... First, I was in Montreal. Then I was in New York. Then I was in Philadelphia. These are all the places that every... All the news outlets say are the most hammered. You can't breathe. People are in danger. It's a climate catastrophe. It lasted one day... And it was a mild inconvenience Mm. and a gross feeling. I'm sorry to report that as seriously as I take the environment, this ain't this ain't it, fam, as they say. It's fake fucking news that a wildfire. It's not like, oh, hey, this is Delhi and we can't fucking breathe because, uh, you know, we're a developing nation that has no standards on our manufacturing. It's. Hey, this is a wildfire, and uh, the the smoke, the particulates pooled in this part of the country because that's where the wind is sending it. Uh, it'll be there for a day. This is we have to redefine climate catastrophe because I, apparently I just lived through one and I'm doing fine. Did you see? I saw the uh, which I have no idea if it's real or not. It's almost like. It's not even worth questioning because uh, there anything can be faked on the internet at this point. Um, yeah, but did you see? I and I saw it flying around conservative and uh, and uh, <coughs> conspiracy theorist circles on Twitter. But how all those wildfires seemingly have started at the exact same time? Yeah, so I've What's seen that? that. I've seen that. Uh, there's a lot of speculation. I mean, the, I, I will say that if the if if the uh, satellite imagery imagery is accurate, it, it, I mean, I'd like some answers. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be a wildfire expert, but it's I, I would love some explanation on how fires 500 miles apart from each other started at exactly the same moment. Mm. You know, what I mean? like the, the, that is. But somebody brought up to me. Hey, if this was intentional, don't you think that they would not be so obvious? But I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, know. I, don't, I don't know. 
uh, I, I just this is all just to say that it it looked it looked fishy. It, I would love for for an informed person to tell me more about that. You know, what's what's my caveat these days with everything? With everything is if that's real, then uh, then yeah, pretty weird. Pretty weird. If, if it's real, I don't know if it's real or not. Someone could have made that shit up for their own agenda. I mean that that those AI images are are really getting there. They're getting there. Real, real like uh oh. Um, like if I if I was Sunny and there was a video of me kicking a woman, I wouldn't post it. I would say it didn't exist at all. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend, and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. I mean... Maybe I would say that I I would say that's AI. Maybe it is. Uh, by Maybe the way, did you, by the way, did you feel the kicking the woman thing was the criticism of that? I felt was very muted, and I thought that that was. Tell me if this is just the misogynist in me. Uh, I felt that that was muted and rightfully so, because uh, I don't think it's good behavior to kick a woman. But I also think that. In the context of the show and the moment, we would kind of be hypocrites if we said, oh, my goodness, I've never seen a woman at a show be kicked, right? That would be dishonest on our part because people just kick each other at shows. I saw somebody take a double double flying like leg kick to the chest the other day. Yeah. It, it, we'd, be, we'd be kind of full of shit. Is that correct? Well, it reminds me of, uh, gosh, probably over 10 years ago at this point, right? Didn't didn't uh, Justice take some flack on the internet because he sort of like elbowed someone out of his way at a show uh, well, in like fucking Europe or something, somewhere in Europe? It was a little more than that. I think he broke his orbital. But um, Oh, shit. Is that right? Yeah. So I've talked to him about it. it it's uh, he... And I've talked to Brendan actually, uh, uh, TUI turnstile about it too, because it made a, he was a very young man at the time and it made a huge impression on him because at the time it was kind of, he got to experience lies. Like the first time you're uh, lied about, sure, in a, yeah. the, the first time you are lied about in a public way, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, it, it, it breaks your brain. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is uh, very, very destabilizing to see something you know to be untrue. Uh, stated, repeated, accepted. And uh, if you're a young man, it will take, uh, we're in a, still in a stage of your life where you're shaping your own identity and trying to understand who you are. Seeing the way that 
it takes nothing to get people to believe the worst about you is incredibly destabilizing. Oh yeah. But it's more, it, to me, it's more than that. Cause it's like, well, maybe this is something slightly different, but like when it comes to things like journalism, when it's, you know, when you, when, if you're ever in the unfortunate position where you're part of a news story or maybe even broaden it out a little bit, maybe the news is reporting on something that you, uh, on, that you know, intimately, and you know that they're wrong. You know that they're getting facts wrong. You know that they're uh, mischaracterizing things. And then you realize what your next logical conclusion should be. Oh, this is everything. They do yes. this. This, yes. is ev- this is not just a unique experience to me. This is everything. Like my, I remember in the, like the nineties, my dad went to court for uh, unpaid parking tickets because he said that the, the he was parking his car he owned a business. Business was near uh, an incorporated village. The, they made it some law in the village that you had to be a resident to park there. And my dad was like, I don't fucking live here, but my business is right here. I can't park anywhere. There's literally, there's nowhere else to park. Racks up tickets, goes to court, wins. The 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 law goes away. And they, you know, local paper does a story on him. And they completely just make shit up that he never said. And it's like, yeah, yeah, just... Yeah. Extend, they're like, he was like they're like Mr. Wilson said that he never pays parking tickets and it's like my dad was like I didn't fucking say that yo that's but, what they do this is what people do yeah. they lie on you but now time has passed and your dad believes the Mueller report well you know this is, life is long you know <laughs> the brain calcifies <laughs> I mean it's just you know things the time marches forward and I mean whatever uh, but it's it's uh, yeah getting lied on in a, in a public way and, and in a way that uh, leads strangers to believe a complete fiction about you is nauseating. It's, it's not, it's, it's a horrendous feeling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but, but, but that's, that's essentially what happened to, I mean, I don't want to get the story wrong because I've now heard it firsthand. And if I get it wrong after that, I feel like an asshole, but basically, um, a thing that uh, was resolved pretty much in the moment or maybe immediately after was taken and run with by an internet that was fake caping up for somebody for the purposes of harming somebody else. You know what I mean? Like, which is how, which is how so much of this goes. (laughs) So, So much of this goes is I really care about this. No, you don't. No, you don't. You care about harming the other party. I mean, but what is that? You know, like that to me, that's. That's be, that's that's being a bitch. Well, but it's no, it's like, yes, but it's it's also just like the dark soul of of man, you know, that it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That like it's almost ingrained. It's almost like part of our physiology. Like you, you could, if you could dissect the brain and find a little piece of meat that accounts for it. You know that 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 we need to hate someone, <laughs> or that we need to create a witch in our head that we that we skewer. Like that's that's the scary thing, and the fact that you could be the witch in someone's mind, and that they could through the through the clothing of righteousness uh rally the townsfolk to to crucify you is terrifying oh yeah <laughs> it's terrifying oh, yeah. it seems like I, primitive behavior 
but it's 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 entered the digital space. There's a, there's there's just different ways we do it, and maybe we don't literally string them up like we did Mussolini, but uh, we just we we tar and feather them digitally. We destroy their social life and reputation and ruin uh, who they are. I mean, what do you do? I would I guess I'd grow a beard and become a logger and uh, move move out of state or something. I mean, uh, listen, I thought about going on the side of a mountain and blowing glass. Mm. How nice would it be to own it, like to really know a craft like glass blowing? I guess, I guess ultimately though, you just end up making bongs, huh? Yeah, probably. Yeah. You end up working the reggae festival. <laughs> because I was just thinking, because uh, glass, glass blowing is cool. It's very like, it's a craft that's also artistic and, uh, you know, it's trade that's artistic and it's cool, but I guess, yeah, you probably, it's just bongs at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. It's bongs and, uh, elf bars. Yo, that's, that's what your life amounts to. Imagine if you, uh, would you, if you could make a lot of money mm. off, off of elf bars, do you, do you do it or not? Um, the new cigarette, but not quite the same stigma. So you can like rationalize to yourself. I mean, what did, what does Biggie say? You know, he's like, he, was he selling crack? Yeah. But it was so he could feed his daughter. You know? Yeah. But what, but what is that? Like, do we excuse somebody? Like, let's say like it's Chris selling crack cocaine to people who, you know, have to fucking suck off dudes in a car on Figueroa or, uh, uh, you know, go through their mom's purse or, or put a gun in somebody's face, uh, all while experiencing the personal hell of addiction. Yeah. Is, is that like, but you've created generational wealth for your family. Does that make you any different than the Sackler family? Right. Right. Sure. Um, Look, it's uh, I, I go I go with the wire. I, you know the 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 game is the game. It'll always exist. Only the players change. Mm. And uh, you know, if it wasn't me making the elf bars, it'd be somebody else. And uh, my my presence in this process is ancillary. Uh, you know, I only am here to uh, to 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 get by for me. Mm. And if it, I mean, what I mean, what is the worth of that? I mean, like think about that. Like that notion of like, because you can apply it to literally everything in life. If it wasn't me, it'd be someone else. You know, I know, There's I know. Nine billion people now. What eight? Maybe. Uh, do we reach nine or do we just reach eight? Maybe I think we're at eight. There's eight bill. I mean, truly anything. I mean, I mean, the most specialized person, right? I mean, that's why sort of art and expression is really kind of the only. Uh, it's the only. Th- it's the only like when you create something only you could have created that in a sense. Right. Uh, but everything else, no matter what it is, I mean, like you're replaceable. You're just, you're, you're like even the most specialized person, even the, you know, maybe unless you're like, it's like an extremely dying trade. Like you're uh, like, you can change the light bulb in a lighthouse or something. Maybe there's, maybe there's only like 20 people who can do that. Uh, just, you know, you're one then then if you die then there's 19 so you're still replaceable uh 
Yeah, and eventually they just say, okay, we're we're gonna switch over to AI. some other. Yeah, AI, exactly. I mean, but that's but but what is you know what what is the worth of that? I mean, it's it's your conscience, right? Like you wouldn't feel great about selling crack, but you know, no. But if you ran a bodega and you didn't sell elf bars, you'd be back in Yemen. Exactly. So what's you know, and 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 you know, is it weaselly? To to sort of extend that out, like, all right, I don't sell elf bars because they give people cancer, but I sell hostess honey buns. You yeah, know, right. That give people a heart disease. You know, should right. I feel and a way this, about that. And this fucking fat family comes in every day. Every day. <laughs> you know, like what's so so you you have to extend it outward, you know? I mean, there's there's people people want what they want. You can't you you merely supply it. Yeah. You know, you live how you, and, and, and look, there's, I mean, you love your Mexican Cokes. Is that, is that so different from an elf bar? Uh, it's probably worse for you, honestly. <laughs> I mean, one pull on, one pull on an elf bar versus a complete fucking, uh, full sugar Mexican Coca-Cola is, it's, you know, flip a coin, I guess. There you go. So, so what are we talking about? I mean, I, you know, do I look? Good. Do I look like? Do I look like Chuck Liddell right now? <laughs> the My Pillow guy? No, no, no. That's uh, Mike Lindell. That's Mike Lindell. Chuck Liddell <laughs> is the is the old, like first gen MMA fighter. L- yeah, look right, him up right. real quick. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking at him right now. If you had a goatee, I could I could see it. Yeah, probably. I yeah. feel like I do though. There's like a shadow on me right now. <laughs> do you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it. You know what's kind Am of asta- I, what's astounding to me? I, what did the vaccines do to us, man? Because I swear made, to God, made me Chuck Liddell. Well, I swear to God, I I aged in the last like two years. I aged horrendously. Like I look at photos from me from t- straight up from 2021, and I'm like looking pretty good. And I look at myself now, I'm like, what happened? Is there that much of a chasm between 30 and 32? I mean, I listen. I put on a fucking hat the other day, and everybody said ew. <laughs> And I said, what do you mean fucking ew? And they they said, you look like an old man trying to look like a young man. Oh, hold on, look at this. Is that all right? Yeah, that is, that is kind of way. You look like the guy who sells elf bars at the gas station. I, to me, I look like I look like a dude that still thinks he can be atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about? I wanted to ask you this question in while we were in the van. We wrote we we rode in the van uh, from Chicago to Detroit, and uh, while we're up there, you know, we're driving through God's country, right? We're driving from Illinois to Michigan, and uh, every we're we're on the road, and uh, we're on the highway, and every t- every so often you drive past uh, uh, some billboards, right? Most of them for weed these days, which was. Yeah. Uh, lot of weed billboards that's the new industry uh but every now and then you pass by like uh salty's crab shack off of you know route 92 exit 48 take the first left past the exxon Uh, betty beavers (laughs) do you ever think about you ever pass by those billboards and just think that's that's someone's that's not only their life but their dream that they oh yeah that they that they had they opened up the uh the the shakies off of off of Route 48. What do you like? I mean, are 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 you familiar with Betty Beavers? Betty Beavers? No, I'm not. Google it right now. Okay. Betty, I I thought you just made it up. No, look up Betty Beavers. It's Betty an upstate Beavers. New York classic. <laughs> Betty Beaver fuel is what I get. 
Yeah, yeah. Go to go to the images. Betty Beaver truck stop. Uh, yep. What? <laughs> the the mascot? Yeah. Could you describe the mascot to people? <laughs> I don't know if that's a beaver. I think it's. It looks kind of to me. It looks well. All right. It's so. It's a uh, an anthropomorphized animal. Yeah. It's an anthropomorphized somewhere between a beaver and a squirrel, but they've been uh, turned into a, like a busty, like a fucking like big, big tits, big ass woman that's uh, dressed in like Fourth of July, like USO type, uh, yes. USO show, uh, like uh, red, white, and blue uh, a, a bikini, uh, yes. holding a holding a gas station nozzle, Betty Beaver. Yes. Who's the heir to the Betty Beaver's fortune? I don't know, but I I hope they're I hope they're honoring their forebears by continuing the legacy. <laughs> yeah, Betty Beavers. I mean, that's how you know they uh, they created gener- generational wealth. <laughs> they had to do what they had to do. Yeah, from uh, this I'm on the website roadsideamerica.com, which doesn't look like it's been reformatted since 1996. Sure. Uh, Kanajori, Kanajohari, New York. Kanajohari. Yeah. Kanajohari on the east side of town. Uh, Betty Be- <laughs> Betty Beaver's fuel stop. I mean, there's a few. <laughs> there's a few locations. That's uh, good. How does, it, how does it not have its own Wikipedia? That's crazy. <laughs> um, I might have to star one. Uh, oh wow! Hold on, fur. What the fuck? Go to Fur Affinity, which I think is a furry oh, no. site where they really love this. Yeah, I mean, oh, it has that. It totally has that. I mean, you have to think about that too, right? I mean, like anthropomorphizing uh, creatures into humanoid forms is uh, is is a practice as old as fucking Aesop's fables, right? Yes. So, like, in, in Bet- t- Betty is just part of that proud legacy. Today's understanding of that is in the is sort of in the context of furries, but uh, I mean, and maybe you know, maybe a current day person who identifies as a as a furry, maybe they had a moment at Betty Beaver's truck stop as a child. Mm. I mean, that's a busty that's a busty looking beaver. It would definitely make an impression. Yeah, it's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I think that's how these uh, these sort of uh, fetishes and stuff uh cultivate something happens uh in the uh when you're a younger person um yeah you're at you're at the you're at the town pool and yeah. all the women have their have their feet in the pool and you right. accidentally you got your little goggles on you swim over and you get hit in the face with an old lady's little little toes and, and then you're yeah. you're just a fucking sex pervert for the rest of your life sex pervert for the rest of your life nothing you can do about it trapped in the cycle but you know what? Better than better than being a witch hunter. That's you know? true. <laughs> a lot of a lot of dark personalities in the world, you know. Oh my God! Listen, and the fact that nobody calls them out and just says, "Hey, you're the uh, Torquemada here, right?" Is that how you say that? Fucking What's the. That? Uh, uh, how do you say Torquemada? Is that how you say it? Look up T O. R Q maybe it's a C, god damn it. Torquemada. How do you say it? 
Oh, T O R Q U E M A D A. Torque. How do you it's, uh, look at the pronunciation? How do you say that word? It's uh, a man. <clears throat> yeah, it's a. It was he was a friar in Spain. Yeah, I'm he's, looking at he's, the, if I'm looking at the right thing. Yeah, what's it say about him? Uh, he uh, Thomas of Torquemada was a Castilian Dominican friar. Uh, and first Grand Inquisitor of the Tribunal of the Holy Office, otherwise known as the Spanish Inquisition. Uh-oh. Yeah, so that so that so that guy used to chill in a Philly basement and yeah. uh, and, and yell at other people for like, oh, hey, you're not allowed to be on Tinder. Yeah, that's well, that's who he was reborn into. <laughs> exactly right. The soul of Thomas de Torquemada was was reborn in the in the Philly basement kid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's but like yeah. Th- uh, yeah. This this dude is uh, mainly either like he's either super evil or they took uh, they took him on uh, as a kind of a banner for the super evil. Yeah, the Grand Inquisitor. <clears throat> I mean, that's what happens. Yeah, you you you. D- what is uh, what's the what's the you know the soliloquy of of Ed Tom Bell in No Country for Old Men when he. Uh, He's talking about how the kid that uh, killed his girlfriend and he said he had no reason. He just wanted to see what it was like to kill someone. And that uh, as soon as they uh, pulled the the lever on the electric chair, he was going to come right back and do it again. <laughs> what does a, what does a man say about that? You know, um, what does a man say about that? Uh, couldn't make it up if you tried. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's uh, the evil souls. They come back around. They, they reform. You know, uh, what's up with, what's up with, uh, 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 Oppenheimer? Did he not know that his bomb was going to kill people? I think he did, but I think he's just like these people with the AI today, which is, uh, I need to know there's, there's a science. Yeah. There's a science that I like, I have to, I have to complete the science. I have to see what this is. I have to understand the world. Uh, I have to achieve something great. I have to contribute and never, never having the, the self awareness to ask if what you're contributing is uh, g- going to lead to the annihilation of uh, of many people and plunge us into a cold, cold war. Mm, uh, only he could see us now. Yeah, we're killing it. Um, all right, I'm down to ten percent battery life because I'm speaking on this thing. You, you got to read read about uh, Benjamin uh, Melendez. Uh, who is a Norican activist, musician, and gang leader, or he was, he's dead. He's best known for brokering the New York City uh, gang truce in 1971 while president of the South Bronx, Bronx gang, the Ghetto Brothers. Uh, the reason you got to look him up is because uh, the Torquemada, uh, Tor- Torquemada, whatever you say this fucker's name, uh, Wikipedia brought me to the subject of crypto Jews. Oh. Uh, uh, and those are Jews who are Jews, but uh, say they are another faith so that they can not be persecuted. And apparently this uh, Norican dude was uh, was that. Uh, so he's he's on the list of notable notable crypto Jews is Benjamin, Benjamin Melendez. What about uh, it's like this uh, this Babylon B or uh, headline that says uh Trump to name Hunter Biden as his running mate, so the FBI will stop investigating him. <laughs> Lol. Oh, good. It's oh, good. It's raining in Philadelphia. 
<laughs> you're having a good 10% battery in a van while it's raining 85 degrees in Philadelphia. They're killing it. <laughs> All right. Everybody, uh, thank you for listening. Um, Patreon.com says worst possible timeline. Uh, we'll try and get a Patreon out for you soon. Uh, um, Pat's on tour, obviously, but uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get you. We'll get you. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.